Guys, this is Andrea with the Andrea Effect. I hope you're having a beautiful morning, day, or night, whatever time of the day you are listening to this or watching this. This is a new series we're launching for um, viewers and listeners alike. So if you're catching this on Anchor, thank you. If you're viewing this on YouTube or any other channel, thank you as well. Today's guest is a good friend of mine, Agustina Mills, and soon to be Agustina. Hi. Click, yes. Oh, so wild. I know, so exciting. Congratulations on that, you guys. Let me do Thank a really you. quick bio run. Um, and I'm going to just do a little intro on who Agustina Mills is. Born and raised with humble beginnings in a Mexican-American household in Tucson, Arizona, Agustina Mills was the first in her immediate and extended family to attend a university. She attended college at Worcester Polytechnic Institute, WPI, in Worcester, Massachusetts, as a Gates Millennium Scholar. She received a BS in Management Information Systems and Industrial Engineering in 2009. Shout out STEM, women in STEM. Agustina worked in the Boston area until 2013 as an Infrastructure Implementation Manager for Hanover Insurance. In 2014, she began working as a senior systems engineer at Intuit as a lead engineering support, uh, supporting TurboTax. So this is a girl you want to talk to. She's going to know a lot of stuff, right? Get you guys, keep you straight. Agustina is activated, is actively, perdón, involved in mentoring <laughs> high school students in AVID. I want to say AVID. I don't want to butcher yep, that. Yeah, AVID and teaching innovation techniques and best practices to students at Imago Day Middle School. Such a beautiful school. I love that school. Yes. Um, she enjoys connecting with other IT engineering professionals as a member of the Society of Hispanic Professional Engineers. She continues to work to create a lasting impact in Southern Arizona as the first Latina woman of color to serve as the president of the Junior League of Tucson during the 2019-2020 League presidency before that you guys there wasn't a president i just want to put the side note there there wasn't a president i think it had been 85 years you were the very yeah. first, right at yeah. post presidency she advises the current president and board of the junior league of tucson agustina's life models si se puede, and never forget where you came from but never lose sight of where you are going beautiful message <laughs> Gee, congratulations hey. thank you for making time thank you for yeah. your essence um you know i think one of the first podcasts that i had brought you on was with a with a friend's podcast and yeah. um and uh louis shout out shout out louis perales at uh change maker high school and i mean all of these different types of things you do in the community um that doesn't really put it. I think you do so much more than what's there. I think your impact is huge. Um, just as a friend, you know, yeah. um, I don't know. I'm just so happy to have I, you here. Thank you. I'm excited to be here. Thank you so much. I was, I saw you post this on Instagram and whatnot. And I was like, hold up, hold up, Andrea. I was like, hold on. And so and I, I like, I'm, I'm obsessed with Spotify personally. I'm just, that's just me. It's like my most used app. I get every red cent out of, out of Spotify. Cause I go listen to music all day. Um, and so I clicked on it and I saw your channel and I was like, and that's when I hit you up. And then, then you subsequently were like, Hey, let's get you on the podcast. And I was like, let's go girl. Yeah, so yeah. 
Thank you for listening to. It's been a journey. Um, I started about 2018. I think I was mentioned yeah. that to you before. And um, I mean, it's just been a process, but the goal has been very authentic in yeah. sharing positive lightheartedness, just that C-Sep with it. And that there is, um, it doesn't matter, or, not in a disrespectful way, it doesn't matter where it came from, just that, it's not where you have to stop, right? And so as we yes. break cycles and we break norms and we break these barriers, and um, I think Alonso, Priscilla Alonso is like, I break the glass ceiling and then I want to clean it. But there's like, <laughs> <laughs> I've heard that. That's a good one. Yeah, she's hilarious. Um, and I think, I think, um, you know, at, at some point I'm just like, I'm Latina and, you know, and then I see things that make me like, I don't want to really get into that, but like, I'm also a woman, right? And there's so many labels that we have on us, but strip it all away. At the end of the day, I think we're all the same when we come into, we're just trying to do our best and we're not trying to turn anyone in the process. Yeah. There's room for all of us. There's room for all of us at the top. Yes. Yes. Everyone, everyone can win because everybody has their own special gift. And yes. you have found out your gift of, I mean, how did you get into engineering? You are. Yeah. How did, yeah, we'll start there. How did that work? Yeah, no, absolutely. Um, I tell people this all the time. It's so, so interesting. So they act like, you know, some people will say, well, oh, like, oh, engineering, like, is that because you're just like really good at math and science? Or is like, it, like, like, how did you stumble upon that? Because number one, it's just, there's not a lot of females in the field, in the STEM field in general, which. Uh, I think we have a lot of work uh, in this country to do to, 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 to get us there, but not even just that. It's also then not only are there are not a lot of females in the STEM field, but then there are not a lot of um, women of color. Um, what do they call it? Is it Latin a instead of Latin X? I forget what the term is, but there's not a lot. Yeah. There's not, there's not that many. And so you be very quickly, you become like, you're already in a small group. Now it's even smaller, right? Because of all the hats and the, and, and the, and the titles that we wear. And so I really, um, I landed into the STEM field by, um, Honestly, it, there's a couple of things. I always tell people, but the short and quick and dirty answer is that I ended up in the STEM field because it was my way out of the hood. Yeah. It was my way out of the body. Like, hey, honest to God, it was. Um, it was my way to be able to know, like, okay, I got this four-year scholarship that's going to pay for me to go to school. How can I get my biggest bang for my buck in terms of not having to go and get my master's or my doctorate, which I think, oh my gosh, like wonderful. And I praise all of the individuals that have gone that path. But I knew for me, I had a guaranteed four years. And I said, how can I maximize that dollar to then essentially break this, break this uh, generational curse or, and and create hopefully generational wealth at some point, Um, which is, which is, you know, uh, you know, shout out to, to both of my parents who did, in yeah. fact, graduate yeah. high school. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, but the whole idea that, um, you know, I saw them struggle and um, I saw my mom working two and three jobs. And so I said, how do I how do I get to a place where I can be self-sufficient? And heck, half the time we all know our parents, sometimes our parents be looking at us like we're the retirement plan. We are their 401k. <laughs> Especially that's I mean, how I know. <laughs> I know disrespect, but yeah, they... they... 
that's yeah. like a financial literacy. That's a whole nother topic, right? Yes. That's there, there's so much rooted. Yes. There's so many subtopics and something to, to kind of tell when, when we're talking about like the unraveling or the peeling back of the layers of the onion of, of who we are and, and all of these things that essentially we had to do to push against, to go against the grain yeah. of how we were raised and, uh, and, how we ended up becoming where we're, where we're at today. And so I, um, that's how I ended up. I, but I also was always good at math and science and, um, <laughs> my Theo, my Theo art, shout out to my Theo art. God, I love him. But he, um, he gave, he gave me my first computer. It was like, um, it was a gateway computer. He had built it by himself. I think it had oh. two gigabytes, <laughs> two gigabytes max. And that was like a big deal back then. And he gave it to me. And like, it was like this old, like, like, you know, those big bubble monitors, the bubble screen, like it oh, was huge. Man. And so I remember like trying to like carry that. And I remember, you know, so it, it was that computer that actually really got me onto that because then I started learning how to code in HTML. Oh, and then I remember, opening the tower because remember we had those big towers right and i remember opening it and getting into the motherboard mm -hmm. and 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 sprucing it up and adding more memory and more gigabytes and all this other stuff um and rebuilding the computer back together and kind of understanding how the workings of that and so uh i always kind of knew that i was probably going to end up somewhere in the maybe the technical field i just didn't know exactly what and so, um, and so I think that kind of put that in my head and I realized I could be good at something. Um, and, and it also yeah. was like that light at the end of the tunnel. It was that, that thing that let me know, like, okay, maybe I am good at something and this is going to be my ticket out of, of the circumstance that, that I'd grown up in. Yeah. I don't, I don't want to say forever. No disrespect. It's just like, you know, and as a parent, you want I want my kids to do better than me, please. Tennis, yes. really exit, like, yeah. like knock yeah. it out of the park, you know. And um, yeah, so you were just technically inclined, just naturally. That was just a gift that you had, and you rocked it. You had that opportunity. Yeah, I think yes, I think that, and I think just the curiosity as a kid and not knowing how things worked and the internet. This was back in dial-up, like straight up total total millennial here. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and so, and so, trying to understand that and how things worked, and I think you know, the older millennials have this this very interesting where we we understand what life was like technically yeah. before before technology, before computers, but we actually were at the precipice. We were there while everything was being developed and going through, and we saw. I live got to see the iterations and when AOL came out yeah. and the AOL disc, cause you've got 120 minutes of free internet and all of the things, right? Yeah, yeah. So now where we're at, we're into this Instagram, TikTok world. And I'm like, the, and people joke all the time, you know, oh, thank God TikTok wasn't around when I was in college, when I was in college. And I, and I, honest, I stand by that. I'm like, hallelujah, <laughs> it wasn't around. <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> Period. Exclamation point. <laughs> yes. <laughs> exactly. So, but we got to see all of it happen. And so we're to see all of it kind of evolve. And it still is the, with the metaverse. What the heck is going on with that? Yeah. I don't even know what's going on there. <laughs> the metaverse is TikTok, essentially. Yeah. Right? It's just, it's where you exist. It's where people get their information from. It's where people shop at. It's, 
the metaverse, you know, people are thinking, oh, I'm going to put, you know, Oculus on and I'm going to go and Yeah. I mean, Nike has bought real estate in there. So real estate is going for sale in there. Um, right now, uh, there are only certain realtors that can sell in there. So not everybody can sell in there. And it's all de- through decentralized um, money, right? So you can buy only using crypto and things like that. So everything is non-tangible, which is fun and interesting and new and innovative and you always want to be on that curve because I feel so bad for the businesses that didn't jump on Facebook didn't jump on those things when I started and I was like basically begging them in 2009 like you have to do it you know I'll do your Facebook page for $100 like let me do it for you you know and help me pay my bills you know I'm in college and the kids are school um and now I'm just like 2500 starting each platform like that's it oh yeah there's there's just so much it's so much and so much to um, do yeah and and it's just and then that's like a month you you know what I mean like it's like you can't you can't you can't play with those (laughs) things so I don't want to be on that spectrum so as a digital marketer and things of of that which is my other job right um yeah uh that bread and butter um uh, it, it, you're a woman of many talents. Many talents. I run, a, I run a, I have a tech company too. So I have grown in the tech. That's why I love listening. Oh my to all gosh. That. So I have created a SaaS platform. I have helped develop a SaaS <gasps> platform with SaaS developers. Um, wow. Like I love all of that. I'm not huge on coding, but I get it right. Like closing things like that. It's just never really been my forte. Luckily, when and that's I started, okay, I had like snap pages. So I had drag and drop, right? And I, <laughs> yeah. I had those things and I learned how to leverage people who knew HTML and code and JavaScript and all these things and like how to do that. I don't know if JavaScript. Yes. Meant, but, yes. Um, yeah. But um, yeah, there's just, there's just so many different, different ways to do it, um, to just get out there and connect. And I think, I think seeing us in tech spaces, understanding, you know, how things work with even social media data, data analytics and, and researching and, and uh, what it be translating that data and then, you know, creating the other strategy. There's a lot of, there's a lot of math and science that goes into it. You're not just, yeah. Those are people's income, like their, their businesses. Those are people's livelihoods. Those are people's, uh, you know, I've worked with small businesses. I work with large businesses. I work with, Nonprofits. I work with someone who had like maybe a hundred, three hundred a month to thirty thousand a month to you know on projects with three million. So there's been such a big spectrum, and wow. Uh, and I think you know you're right on the money. That is, it's there's an abundance, an abundance of anybody wants to get into the tech industry. There's an abundance of work that you're just never going to catch up, especially with the metaverse and the way things are going. You're right. I know. You're right on the money. Yeah, I'm still, and I'm using, and I'm just using these buzzwords. I, I had no idea that you even knew. I'm like, I think my thing is, is like, I go to YouTube, and I'm like, let me find out about this because it's so. There's this going on. There's Bitcoin. There's Dogecoin. There's Elon Musk. I said he wanted to buy Twitter. Now I don't want to buy Twitter. Trying to pull out. I said I don't know what's going on. I said this is too much for me. (laughs) I said, but but it is interesting to hear, and I still can't conceptualize how you buy real estate in the metaverse. But anyway, call me, call me old school, call me whatever. Listen, I was like, 
I'm still that person that has money here stashed in other places in my house in, in case of an emergency. So it's, just, it's, just, it's just intangible. I do. I like to hide little little bills around. I'm like, oh, I'm citizen. I, maybe I'm old school. Maybe that's uh, maybe my, my Tata Chano yeah. who got rest his soul. I mean, he was I mean, he was back during the, the Great Depression day. So maybe that's where I learned to put money in a Folgers sure. can and put it somewhere, you know, but... <laughs> When the, so anyways, it's, it's yeah. Cool. When the recession it's, hit, people pulled their money out of the banks. Yes, well, and or the he pandemic. was under the Great Depression. Yeah, the oh gosh, the pandemic too. It's like yeah, I, I will say this. I I will say this. Like gosh, it's so fascinating because we, you know, I've been working from home for a while now. Um, even prior to to COVID, and so I was very well. Like I was very familiar with the online platforms like yep. zoom blue jeans uh webex stuff like that um but gosh i will say like it feels like the tech market not even just tech like companies across the board it forced them to have to deal and 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 have to deal business in a in a virtual space and it made people uncomfortable and it brought out the ugly and the and the real how people really feel about things. I mean, fr from people fighting about politics on Facebook to these companies having to figure out how they're going to live in a virtual space. I don't know. I feel like this pandemic like got us all on the edge a little bit, uh, a lot of it really. Um, and so uh, I feel like um, just speaking, going back to like the tech space, I feel like there are a lot more remote opportunities oh, yeah. um, in general, like in the workspace versus this whole people like to talk about, oh, you got to have those, the, the, the water cooler talks when you, you know, go get water at the water cooler in the break room. And then you go back to your desk. Like, I do think that there is a space for that, but I think we're really moving to that virtual piece. And it's very interesting to see that. And I'm here for it because I love working from home. <laughs> so, yeah. and I'm just as productive. Heck, sometimes I feel like I'm even, I feel like I'm more available sometimes when I'm at home because it feels like there's not that separation of work and home because I'm in my office and I go out there and that's my living room, you know? And so it's, it's a couple of steps away. So, um, anyways, I don't want to go too off top. I, I don't know. I'm just kind of blabbering at this point, but no, no, it makes you know, just, sense. No, it makes yeah. sense. A lot of remote workers offer tech, you know, because they're learning coding, they're learning about those things. I mean, eventually marketing companies or, um, what do they call this? Something like that. But um, we're, we're, we're kind of going into the, it was a different thing. I went to AdWorld. I love AdWorld. It was an amazing conference. They went over oh. you know, the newsletter and things like that. But we'll always have to sharpen this all. Like every single day I have to read and kind of keep up on things. Um, I mean, Metaverse, from when I started their business, Meta's, um, which is face was Facebook, yeah. their business manager has a whole spectrum of things. And now wow. even more it's so in depth um i don't know i just i love what i do in that space and i love how i can analyze it from that way and then just kind of flip it to make it soft and i can do that from the comfort of my home and or um during the pandemic you know i got a really cool opportunity and a friend of a friend is like we're running a condo in mexico and i was just like let's do it you know the, that opportunity came up and it's always been something I wanted to do is, you know, obviously what I wanted to have gone to Argentina probably, but, you know, it's like Rocky Point it is. So we got like an amazing six weeks by the beach and great Wi-Fi. The kids are in school. I was in work and 
nice. when my day was done, I could hit the beach. I can go up to the fish shop and and buy fresh blue shrimp mm. and just uh, live that softer mm. pace. And you know, groceries are like what twenty five, thirty dollars, and it was just all, almost all inclusive. And I don't think I spent more than five hundred at that time for that whole entire stay. It was uh, it was a great opportunity. It was a great wow. I couldn't take it. I couldn't miss it. And I kind of made things work. And so. Um, Amazing. Yeah. I've been, I'm, oh. I'm right on there with you. Latinas in leadership. We can absolutely travel and we can be the same women we have to be. And we can be the same yes. leaders we have to be regardless of we're, you know, shooting the shit. Oh, at, yeah. At the cooler, the water cooler, or we're actually, yeah. you know, jumping on a on a be life so there's, yeah. there's we can work in many capacities and i think people don't like change that's probably what a lot oh, of oh absolutely was, right that backlash was yes like, but i do there are big changes i know they were kind of well it kind of stresses people out nobody likes change. yeah that's yeah my um i think favorite quotes was let go or be dragged because that's kind of just how it happens Ooh, very true. But, very uh, true. If you had to give a word of advice, what does it take? You know, what does it take? It sounds like it takes ganas and strategy. Um, yes. You know, kind of do that. Totally. Yeah. Totally ganas, for yeah. sure. You seem very um, in your goal. Yeah, I think, uh, I also think, like, it, it takes, like, I feel like you have to know yourself in general because i think that so often like we hear what we should be and the things that we like like these inspirational quotes which i love them and i love whatever but it's also like there's something to be said about like a lot of times we focus on the things that we're not good at because the idea is is like oh my gosh you shouldn't have any weaknesses and you should really kind of hone in and and refine things so that you're at least not bad at this and like i am like as i've gotten older i've realized like it's okay to admit like that is not my jammity jam what i need to do is capitalize fully capitalize on what, what i'm good at we need exactly <laughs> because that's what's gonna that's what's gonna set me apart if i know i'm good at something like let me continue to invest my time and energy in that space and get better and better because that's what's going to set me apart versus me trying to like do something that I know that I am not innately good at. Like I am not, I'm going to tell you right now, I, this I'm wedding planning right now and I can't, it's about to take my ass out. I'm like, <laughs> I'm not a event planner. I, you know, we went through this together. I I, I'm admitting that I'm admitting <gasps> I, I tanked it. And I was like, you know, I, I was like, Hey, I don't think this is going to work, you know, and you better write it out, you know, that yeah. kind of was the message, but write it out. And, and so yes. it happened and, um, you know, shout out to everybody that kind of pitched in and did, did their part. But I, you know, ultimately those things, that's you, you know, that's, yeah. You. So then, somebody whose jam that is that's who you hire and that's what i yes. was like it's not fancy it's not i had to learn that it's not a luxury it's just kind of like this is how you operate if you're going to move and scale to the next space if you are like trying to run at this measure with this type of mentality or habits this is not to be superior it's just different right i don't know how to differentiate i guess my mm -hmm. say right 
So it's not going to make sense until you get on the same page this way. And so I had to learn how to do that, not guilt trip myself on that, not be like, I'm going to have somebody help me with the house. I'm not going to do, you know, I'm not going to, I don't want to. And, and I know that somebody else can do it better. And, you know, that may be an outing for me that could be like legit income for somebody. And so why not? And it was really hard, you know, I, I can't imagine having this conversation with my grandma. She'd be like, oh, you know, that would be the typical uh, response. Like, Ay, mijita limpia. and I was like, I do, but I just, yes. just want a deep clean, right? I just want something like that where it's just like, how nice, how yummy. Like people treat mm-hmm. themselves to Chanel bags. That's okay. I want to treat myself to that. And so I decided, was it worth my piece? Is is $100 worth my piece? And yeah, that's worth it. That's worth it. And mm-hmm. and so you kind of learn that rhythm. So when I I actually, later on, I was um, introduced to another event and I was like, you're the event planner because I am not. Yeah. <laughs> that's not my star. I don't feel passionate about it. I don't. It's just, yeah. I, I Same. shout out to the people that can do that, you know? Yes. Yeah. So just really, just kind of like, just like, oh, like knowing and owning what you're good at, what you're not good at and being comfortable and being okay with that. And just like, like I said, I mean, ultimately knowing who you are, like, I know that like lately I've been in this like weird habit of kind of going back to the work from home and just tying that in is like that separation, right. Of work, working and then the home place. And I don't have kids. And so it makes me available to be working late nights work wise and doing this and the other then like my fiance calls me and stuff and he's in North Carolina. And so, um, that's a whole thing in and of itself, but he's, he's stationed there. He's in the, he's in the military. And so, um, and I have my whole home in life here in, in Tucson, Arizona. And so we kind of make it work and see each other every so often, but he'll call me and we have the time difference, which is three hours. And so he'll call me and I'm like, Hey, and he's like, honey, he's like, I'm getting ready to go to bed. He's like, you're still working. And I'm like, yeah. And, and stuff. And so for me, I've been in this, in this not great path where I've been going to bed super late and, um, I'm just not getting enough sleep. It's, it's definitely like taking its toll on me. And I think for me, um, just like going back to like knowing who you are, like I, I was trying to like set up like sessions where like I would work out like early in the morning or mm-hmm. like I would, um, and that in and of itself has been such a battle and trying to prioritize me. I mean, I know what it's like when I finally get my, my ass on the treadmill and after 30 minutes and then I'm like, oh my God, I feel so much better, yeah. but like getting myself to do it. Oh my God. But my point is, is that because I've been on this bad sleep cycle, I have been so like. Like I ha- I'm like, I am not going to schedule a doctor's appointment at 730 AM because I know I'm going to oversleep. I know I'm going to like, so it's like knowing and being okay with it and accepting it and being like, I am not a morning person this and like, like just owning it operate from here. <laughs> I am. I am. Not, yeah. I'm not going to set myself up for failure yeah. by trying to make myself be someone that I'm not. Yeah. Yeah. You accept yourself. And yeah, I guess instead of you adhering to the world, you kind of you work with what you have. I think, I think that's beautiful. I think it's graceful. I don't think there's anything to be ashamed of back to the gym thing. I I'm right there with you. 
Um, mm-hmm. Like, oh, I don't even want to lose weight. I just don't want to gain weight because I just like to eat. So what is the win? <laughs> I do keto. <laughs> it's just like I have a carb and it's just like, so all that keto, no, I'm packed on this many pounds. And so it's just like, shoot, well, something is making me feel comfortable. Like something yeah. is keeping me there. Like what is that yes. resistance? So, you know, you go into like so many different topics and, Oh yeah. And I'm just like, you know what? The other day I'm like five, four, three, two, one. I'm going like this. Like I'm showering. I'm going like this. And I go in yes. and I'll sit in the car. And I'm like, oh yeah. My headphones not working. And it's just like, get in there. And 15 minutes, <laughs> you know, I'm just like, okay, I'm just, I'm just going to do 15 minutes. And so far it's just been an hour, but it's been one day a week. And eventually it'll be twice a week. And it's so hard to get back once you stop. Right. And it's so hard to stop when you're on a roll. But um, yes, but I just know like how good it just feels so good. You know, it just feels so good. But um, yeah, I, I, I know I, I agree with you 100%. It takes clarity. It takes accountability. It takes self-awareness, self-consciousness. And, mm-hmm. um, and I think that's, that's really how any, any woman in leadership has to analyze things right when shit hits the fan it's us and uh and you know we take it and keep on moving afterwards you know shake it off and don't repeat that again and keep on and keep on doing it and i'm sure all the girls you work with and mentor or males um, i'm sure they have so many you know they get so much wonderful insights from you because i know you've really you really put in the work there yeah, I try. You do, you do. No, no, you do. Um, and then I do. You talked about a little love bird moment. Oh yeah. So, <laughs> so what? You know, I before. I mean, I knew you before. You know, you started dating and got engaged. Yeah. Congratulations. Yes, um, thank you uh, again. But I know that you know what was it like dating as. Uh, I forgot what statistic it was, but just talking about an educated Latina when she goes to date somebody, like it gets pretty slim pickings at that point, right? Yeah. yeah. It feels like, yeah. You know, oh my gosh. So a quick, just like a quick recap. And so you were, you, you like met me around the same time where I was kind of, I had just gotten out mm. of a, um, I had just gotten out of like a six and a half year relationship. We both were. Ready. Yes. Yes. And we were both like, and we were both vibing over the fact that like, it was like hot girl summer, but it was also like, Sad you know, we were still summer. dealing. We were. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly so we were like happy and sad but also like trying to live our best lives but also like sad and then happy you know the whole myriad of emotions right and so um i was online dating and i'd always told myself i was like okay we're gonna go on we said we're gonna go on bumble and we're gonna go on at the time it was brand new it's called hinge and so i went i was i was online dating and i told myself i'm never gonna go on tinder no shade no shade to tinder i just had said i'm like do you remember? Listen, oh, see, you're already laughing because you already remember. <laughs> that was a time. That was a time. Uh, and you know, they say, oh my God, I'll never, you gotta kiss, let me say that. Sometimes you gotta kiss a lot of frogs to finally meet the one. What do you say? And when I say, and when I say kiss frogs, I'm not like loosely saying like 
like, oh, we got to sleep with all these. No, 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 no. And then granted, listen, you do you, boo-boo. If <laughs> that's how you like to express yourself, uh, but everybody be careful because monkeypox is alive and real. Anyways, uh, it's alive and well. Anyways, but I feel like it was just a whole thing. And like, I can't even imagine dating now post-COVID. And like, I'm not even trying to like, but like, no. And like, I really believe that God set this man in my life. There are so many, we look back and there are so many checkpoints as to where like, we literally should never, ever, ever, ever have met. Uh, it's a whole, it's a whole lot of things that I was like, wow, like it really was, it wasn't even divine intervention. It was God that really put us together because there's no way this should have worked. And then he was never my type. There's so many I things. Remember we talked about yes. him. Um, and it was like, we were going to go on a date that night. Yes. We went to Mariscos, right? We had like a Marisco. Yes. And I was like, oh, it looks different. And then you're just like, yeah. Well, I think I think you had a son. I'm not sure if that's what yeah. He has two kids. Yeah. He has two kids. Yeah, it was a lot that you know. It there was so much. There was so much. But online dating was very interesting because, um, you know, going back to the whole you were asking about, like, how is it like being like an educated Latina and like dating and stuff, yeah, and yeah. um, so there's a couple of things I feel like. I don't know. I feel like Lizzo said it best. <laughs> she says, why, why men great, why, why men great till they gotta be great or something like that. Wait, why men great till they gotta be great. Woo. Anyways. Okay. I'm going to stop because there's copyright things that I don't want to go. Yeah. We, say, yeah we, do not have the right but, uh, we do not have the right to that song, but I love you Lizzo. And thank you for making it such a jammer. But <laughs> we she, listen, but it's true. Men, I promise you, men are always going to, like, they will, they will shape up and they will act right for the right woman. And, and when they are good and ready good. and not until they are, yeah. they is on their own timeline. I will never understand men. And I know that men say the same thing about women, but I just, and there were a lot of men that were playing games. It was this whole, yeah. oh, I can't text back just like I don't want to text back so soon because I don't want to appear desperate. But I also like it's a lot of that, a lot of that tomfoolery. Yeah. Go ahead. What'd you say? It's a lot of game playing that scene. Yes, a lot of gameplay. A lot of men that are that have, you know, it's like a game of twister. They got their hand here, they got their hand here, a leg here, a leg there in different pools, talking to different people. And I'm not saying that women aren't doing the same thing, but because I'm speaking from my experience, right? Um, and I just feel like it, like it, it was too much for me. I feel like I was very kind of old school in some ways. Um, and it was a lot. And so I will say I had some crazy stories and I could write a book about my, my journey of oh. trying to, to date. Oh yeah. I mean, a full, like a, like a New York times bestseller, oh, uh, you know, after. Yes, exactly. And each and each and each guy would have been a trap. Yes, because it's so much. It's too. It was so messy, and it was a lot. Um, and some of the chapters would be like two pages, and some would be twenty pages. And so, because of just the the sheer craziness of it all, but I feel like, um, how I knew Dan was the right one. I knew that he was the right one because I never felt. 
ever felt like I had to check and make sure that I wasn't texting him too much because he would be annoyed. I never had to question his um, intentions. Like he laid them out from the jump was like, I really like you. This is how, you know, and there's something to be said about being a straight shooter, pow, pow, like that, like, I was just like, yes. And I didn't feel like there was gameplay and I felt like he was authentic. And I, and like, here's the thing too. He is not, I mean, he is literally everything that I thought I did not want. Um, I mean, he's a divorcee, you know, he's got two kids, uh, you know, and I never wanted to be with a man with kids because of the baby mama drama. Just never. I just knew. And I was like, listen, I don't want to deal with that. I've seen it. I've seen it happen a lot in my family. And I just seen how it's, it's just, it's, it, it can be really messy yeah. and it's time consuming and it's just a lot. And I'm like, I'm not like, listen, the, the good Lord gives us how much time he gives us. And ain't nobody got time for that. Like, honestly. <laughs> and so there was that. And then he's in the military. Oh yeah, and you know the, like, you know the craziness that comes with that. That it's like, hold on, then the moving every you know so many years, and I'm like, okay, and, and this is and this is the big thing, and I and I do not want to offend anybody. I had never, I had never dated a white man ever, not ever, my entire life. Um, and this man could not be whiter. He did a 23 in me, like 93, 94 percent London, or excuse me, British. Uh, Irish, whatever. I, I, I said, oh my God. I mean, dirty blonde hair, blue eyes. I mean, couldn't be more white. Don't know how else to say it. And if you look, and if you, I just had this conversation with some girlfriends the other day because they were like, oh, because we were talking about exes and relationships. And I literally said, I said, if you look at my ex that we were talking about previously in that six and a half year relationship, everything about them is literally polar opposites. Love it. It reminds me of the movie The Blind Side. You know, Michael Orr, he was the football player. That was my ex. You know, the kid brother, SJ? Yeah, that was, that's Dan. They literally look, I mean, we're talking, we're talking five, nine, white boy uh, from Indiana, country fat, uh, corn fed country boy. And then you got, and then you got a, uh, you got a Haitian, a Haitian man from Boston. Yeah. That's six, four, you know, I, I mean, like totally like, Someone you know, linebacker status. Yes. That's what, that's what God heard that you needed. He, yes. He's just like, you need. But it goes to say, I'm an equal opportunity dater. Don't get it twisted. I mean, I'll date the spectrum. It, well, listen, clearly, <laughs> clearly uh, I don't got a preference. I don't got a type if you will. Uh, but I was, and I was open and I was open to it. And um, Andrea, you would actually had suggested that I talk to another individual. And so I had seen that individual a couple of times. Oh, I'm so sorry. And, 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 and you know who I'm talking about, right? I'm so sorry. But you know what I'm talking happened, about? And you're like, nah, nah I, I never knew. What, we'll have to talk about it. Um, no, we'll talk like, offline. We'll talk offline. Yeah. But I had seen this individual and we had like gone a couple of dates. And so it was the first time and Dan knows this. So I'm not like throw, be, being disrespectful yeah. by talking about it. But I was dating them both at the same time. And I'd never done that, like, ever dated, yeah, like, two guys at the weird, same time. Yeah. Right? So I thought I was, like, Cheating. I thought it was, like, risque. But I also thought I was, like, chingona. I was, like, ooh, little chingona, cabrona, a little sazona. Like, all the things, right? And so I was, like, mm. But here's the thing. 
because once again, God doesn't make mistakes and everything happens for a reason. I needed to, I needed you to bring that individual into my light to help me realize how much I needed Dan. Because when I saw the both of them and I talked to one of my very best friends now, Jen, who that's a whole nother topic, but basically I rekindled with her because of some shadiness that went down in the online dating that same summer. And now she's in my wedding. Anyway, the whole thing, (laughs) but she helped me realize she was like, girl, she's like, I see your eyes light up when you talk about Dan versus this other individual. She's like, it's not even a question. She's like, why are you, why are you second guessing yourself? She's like, it's very obvious that this is the person you need to be with. And sometimes you have to have that dichotomy. You have to have that stark difference in order for you to really see that that's what you really need in your life. You broke the pattern. Um, and so, yes. And my, my, one of my other, one of my other best friends was like, we, I remember we went to lunch and she was like, she's like, stop acting crazy. She's like, first of all, that's the problem. She goes is insanity was the definition of right. Is the definition of doing the same thing over and over again, expecting a different result. She goes, you kept picking. She goes, they may not have all looked alike, but you kept picking the same type of dudes. Yes. And you finally double dutched out of the drama yep. and found something else. And for you, it feels weird because this person is not all of these things that you thought you wanted, but he's the person that you need. Yeah. And she's like, and it feels authentic. And that's why you feel so comfortable. And that's why it kind of feels like a little strange because you've never had that. You've never felt that comfort and that all of these things, these wonderful, positive things before. Um, like I, I just, I never have, I mean, and this is a, and and this is a whole nother, it's a lot to unpack. It is a lot. It's a lot. It's a lot. I was going to say something. I was going to say something, but I was like, Oh God, I said, I don't want my mother to see it. Well, listen, I'm okay. I'm going to keep it OG. How I really knew that this man was right for me. Um, I don't want to know if you want to call it Christian guilt, Catholic guilt, whatever, but there are some guys that you sleep with and you just feel dirty afterwards sometimes, or you, or you question yourself and say, that was sus. Or you kind of, you know, you start thinking and getting all in your head about yourself. I never once felt that way. He was one of the first men in my life that I never felt dirty with after we were intimate, like ever. And so I was like, what's going on? Like, I like, I literally like so many things about him were just so spot on that I kept thinking, like, I kept pictures it, like, is this real? Like, am I just like, am I making, am I so, real because am I making this up or am I so broken? And am I so desperate that I'm trying to like, like yes. that this is like, you know, and I'm like, no, it's because it innately feels good and it feels right. And I've never felt that before. And so that was that moment of like, oh, this is what it's supposed to be like. I've just never experienced that before. How beautiful. Yeah. Beautiful to, to feel that love. It's like such a godly love. It's so, it's just so peaceful. It's just like, I don't know. Intimacy can be done on any, it doesn't always have to be sexual, right? Intimacy is on so many levels, but like the way when you're with somebody and they honor you and, and the way they worship or cherish you or something like that, you can tell when you are with a godly person who wants to connect and consummate a relationship and people who are just spreading their seed anywhere and randomly dating 
And so yeah. you feel that vibe off of somebody with that emptiness that they're yes. you know, um, trying to just, you know, get the little willies wet and, and you're just another <laughs> vessel, you know, willing to, yeah. to be there, entertain it. And um, yes, I think love, love from the soul is undeniable. And that's, that's what you felt. It was just like, yeah, not chaos. It's not this gaslighting, love bombing. It's not this yes, or like everything we see in the movies or we read in the tabloids or the novelas and the slap and the push and the pull. It's peaceful. It's it's uh, you didn't have those doubts like you said, right? That yeah, he wasn't playing what he was like. Hey, I'm dating to marry, and so in yes, like in Christianity, we're taught you date to marry. You're not yeah out there sleeping around and. Yes. And it's so trendy. It's so trendy. And that's what these sites promote. And, and I don't even, I don't even think Christian mingle or those, excuse me, I, I don't want to get any copyright in, but different types of Christian websites or, or dating platforms. I don't even think they are, um, what's the word called? Um, they like, I don't, I don't think they're I think they're also prone to predators like that. You know what I mean? Oh yeah. I don't, because it's almost like, like, they're going there to not get that, but it's almost like they, they realize that. And so they prey off of that because you think, Oh, someone that's on this site, surely isn't going to be doing this. And it's like, and, but instead that's exactly what it is. And and they take advantage of, of, of the fact that it's supposed to not be that way no. um, to actually do, to do those things. Yeah. So I, um, yeah. I opened up a, uh, a few, dating sites and I writ I wrote some things down because I have a book um I've been writing for a couple of years now and oh. um, one of the chapters is dating and mm -hmm. it's just kind of researching on just it's just all superficial and um and you can feel that too you know but when that's your norm you know you don't know until you get that opportunity with someone else so um I think that's beautiful I'm so glad that you you have that peace because yeah. that's real joy, right? Happiness can come yeah. and go and, and stuff, but the joy, like the giddiness, like the love, the warmth, the stability, the that security of, of some sort, it's just I think it's beautiful. I think it's a beautiful love. Yeah. Beautiful. Yeah, love. thank you. I do. Yeah, it feels it feels different and you know we ended up meeting, we remember, we met November 8th of 2019. And I remember that, um, I remember that, like, of course I said, I was also seeing this or talking to this other individual and <laughs> it was right after it was right. I think before he went to go spend Christmas with his kids in upstate New York, that he, he was, we were at the house and we were right there in the kitchen and he's right next to the stove and he like grabbed my hands and I was like, I was like, oh God, like it felt like it was getting in. And he basically told me, he's like, I, I love you. He goes, and I, I would like you to, you know, be my girlfriend and all of those things. And it was just very old school. And I'd never experienced that before. And it just felt like it just really felt right. And I firmly believe that had I not met him at that time, because I mean, I'd gone the whole summer talking and dating a lot of clowns, a lot of clowns, <laughs> a lot of scallywags, a lot of other, you know, I mean, you know, just, it was so interesting it was, summer. 
there was a yes and so <laughs> and so because of that so i guess what i'm saying is is that pretty much our entire relationship has been like we were in a relationship for a couple of months and then COVID hit. And um, I think where I'm going with this is I think a lot of people like totally stopped dating because everyone was so, so scared about this. And I think where I'm going with this is that I think had I not met Dan and had I not been booed up, if you will, I do think I would have gone back with my ex because it would have been the comfort of a familiar mm -hmm. friend and a person and a this and that. And, and I think I would have ended up back in that cycle of um, not knowing what I want. I mean, it's very clear to me that me and that individual that I broke up with, we weren't even on different pages. We were reading different books. Um, wow. yeah. Totally just. And so I just am so thankful to God that he gave Dan to me and present and, and, and me to him and vice versa, because I do think that during COVID, you know, everyone's locked in and, and, and we were all trying to figure out what the hell was going on. Is the world ending? Is the, is the sky falling? You know, all of those things. And I do think I would have, you know, ended potentially back up with that person because it, it, it would have been too, it would have been too easy. Yeah. Not to. Yeah. A lot of people, a lot of people did. Right. I mean, a lot of, yeah. a lot of people got divorced and a lot of babies were made. It was like one or the other spectrum, but yeah. we're not going to be alone. That's for sure. Right. Do you remember yeah, those yeah. People like the cops chasing me on my Chile appointment and they would have like yeah. <laughs> like people were sneaking out to go see the I think Sneaky Link was created um yes. like yes. last year or something like that due to it. Yes. It's um, it's like it was crazy. So yeah, I just what a I do believe that yeah, so it's just been it's been very interesting these last um couple of years. Because I don't think I've, I mean, it's been, it's been a minute since I've seen you yeah. and, 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 and it, it's been that way for a lot of people, right? Like yeah, I just haven't yeah. seen a lot of individuals. And so it's like, man, so it feels, it feels so cool to be having this conversation and chatting, knowing that like literally in like that blink of an eye and that whole time that went by, like, since I saw you last, like I got in, you know, I, I started dating love of my life. I got engaged. Like all this craziness has happened since and it just kind of feels surreal that it all happened it feels like it was a while ago but it also feels like it was so like yesterday i don't know how to explain that it just i feel like it feels like a while ago because of covid right and the craziness and the drama and the and the madness surrounding covid and the the the, the people being scared and the sadness that it bring yeah. it brought bring brought um but yeah. But it did. It's it, it's just it's kind of anyways, it's it's been it's been crazy and beautiful all at the same time. Yeah. Do you feel yeah. do you feel like a different Agustina in a way? I do. Yeah. I do. Yeah. And I think it was yeah. a huge uh, cleansing thing just cleanse i mean everything just got flipped upside down and this is our new reality and while things may be the same um yeah surface like internally there's a lot of people that woke up there's a lot of people that just snapped out of it whether they had an angel brought to them by bumble or whether yeah. uh, you know and that goes both ways because you're just yeah. as much as a blessing um to any man just because you know i i know you and your heart and your intentions mm -hmm. to stay and and even sharing like some of your you. you know happy moments or sad moments or triumphs and stuff like that and it's just like 
man, it's it's beautiful to see that. I love to see people winning. I love to see people, you know, in in so many different facets of your life. It's like you're just you're winning all around. And you know, we always think like, we're gonna be complete when we have this, but it seems that you had already like, you know, come to terms with some things. And maybe you're praying, you know, just yeah. to get strength. Because sometimes I know I yeah. can't do things on my own, and I need. I think I've I've always like. Uh, just kind of been like, hey, God, just because I don't want to burden up other people with my stuff or because many times I didn't really have anybody. So that was my only go-to person. And now like we're both here. So I'm just so happy when I see those blessings because I know it's him, right? I know know that he brings that that stuff and that a lot of the things we, we deem punishments are actually just tests see do you really want and I think when we are able to switch our mindset to understand that that why are you punishing me why does God do this it's just like why it's you know what is there to learn and it's hard you know especially when you get into kids you know or losing them or something bad happening to them or things like that it's hard to keep that faith and I pray to God I never have to go through it or you don't have to go through it or anyone yeah. else has to go through it but I know most importantly um there's there's always a message to be you know trials bring you to become prepare you to become the person you need to become and yeah you know i know growing up in the barrio and things like that that made you you know probably tough in a certain way so you're good moving to a whole nother state where it's cold you know you're good to be like i'm solid i'm i'm your woman whether we're you know, 600 miles away or 6,000 miles away or 66 feet away. It's just, it's still that, that thing that people carry, right? That integrity and all of that stuff. And I think that's, yeah, that's why blessings come to those people that have that. Um, yeah. What, um, what's, what does the future look like now for you? Like what's in store for, let's just say the next chapter um that's concrete because you know i I want this to be just like even a place where we can just talk about our dreams it doesn't have to be like on my agenda i applied here and like no (laughs) let's just say you know anything that could be a barrier is not an issue ideally what would you like to wake up and do every single day and uh yeah with no disrespect to our careers and and everything i'll just get there but just what would that look like? What what would be in store for you, you know, for your soul? Yeah, purpose? definitely. And just before I answer that, because I realized that I, I might've like in my, in my, I'm, I'm a storyteller and I also have ADHD. I was Neuro- diagnosed when I was in college. Neurodivergence. Neurodivergence. <laughs> Thank you. Yes. And so, um, Cause, cause you had asked like what it's like to like be a dating Latina and stuff like that. And what I realized real quick before I talk about like what's next, um, I realized that dating, dating is hard across the board, just across the, I don't care who, who you are, but I also feel like it's a tale as old as time, but I do feel like for whatever reason, there's so many guys out there that like are still very intimidated by a woman that is educated and a woman that is like in her truth, like that knows what she wants. That is funny. Like they want to be the funny ones. They want to be whatever. And what I noticed a lot of times is I was competing. Like we were competing for floor time because I'm a fun, like I feel like I can be a funny person and goofy and You're ridiculous yeah. and they don't like that. But that was not a thing that they liked. Yeah. On t- and by the way, you have to also add out the fact that I'm a bigger girl 
And so there's also that that comes into play and that kind of weeds out, unfortunately, the, like the pool of men that are even willing to even date you. So that, yes, because, because, you know, being big and it is still very much, it's about perception and, oh, I don't want to be perceived like, oh, me being with a big girl and all that other stuff. And I do think it's gotten a little bit better as we, as we have more um, body positivity uh, conversations and that at the forefront, but I do think it's still very much alive and well and fat shaming. And I do think that being like sizes is still the, is still the most ex- like the acceptable um, way of making fun of someone. Like you can't, you know, call someone or, or be racist and you can't be a this or that, but man, for whatever reason, p- people still think that it's okay to make size comments and that that's okay to do and it's and it's not and so anyways i just wanted to go and say that those are the struggles that i dealt with i dealt with people being so having so many issues with themselves and it's because they didn't figure themselves out and they didn't know themselves and weren't authentic and i think dan knew himself and so i think that's another thing too regardless if you're a big girl or you're like a freaking miss usa like it doesn't matter like if a guy is not comfortable within themselves they're not going to be able to handle a woman that is comfortable in her own skin. And if that's the case, that is a sign from God that says, thank you for helping me weed out this person next. Yeah. And so, and that's it. But anyways, no, yeah. <laughs> that's why I want no, to no, no, that. Yeah. 100%. I mean, they want you to play small, you know, and they do, they do not all of them. And, and, and they nothing about me, small girlfriend, yeah. <laughs> nothing, <laughs> nothing. So, um, <laughs> anyways, but yeah, no, I, uh, I, I think, I think that's right on the money. There's, yeah, um, it's a struggle for everybody. It doesn't really matter, you know, what you look like or how, or you know, just get slim pickings in the five two zero. Yeah, but, uh... definitely. <laughs> That's what it feels like. And I tell my friends a lot, and and they're like, "Oh no, it's it's true. It's just slim pickings here." Because when you go to a big city like like Dallas yes. or or Boston or New York. Ooh, the pool is a lot bigger and it feels like there's a lot more opportunities. I can't tell you when I was dating that summer, I had, sorry, I, I, you know, I went with my tangents, but we had gone to, uh, with one of my, one of my friends from years and years ago, he and I decided to go up, um, to Napa, uh, and San Francisco and do all, do that scene and stuff. And, um, so I turned on bubble and was swiping left and right. And oh my God, the just, it the the amount of like beautiful educated like well-to-do men and women in that area is it's just not fair (laughs) it just isn't i don't know what else to say i was like am i gonna have to move and pay and pay two thousand dollars to live in a damn janitor's closet because i might have to i'll do it i'll do it i was like come on now (laughs) come on so anyways but but yeah so i just um I, I I promise I want to just do. I, you're like giving me vibes and inspiring me to freaking want to do my own podcast. Just so you know, just to talk, have a space to talk about my crazy shit and be ridiculous. And it'll be it'll there'll be like two viewers. It'll be my mom and, and Dan, but it's fine. You know, um, <laughs> you gotta just uh, just do it for you. Be like, someone needs to hear this and really, I swear, um, I yep. did anything for a like I wouldn't have got. I, I don't even know how many of my first things had, but I'm just like, I, I got to put it out there and I hope nobody sees it, I, like I would that. say. I was like, I hope nobody sees it because then they'll judge me. And then later on, you know, I started getting um, 
messages and then you know something as much as um something as much as oh my god you know i i love your podcast and you know i listen to you every 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 week and it's you and my work phone and my laptop and my cafecito and and you're yeah. you know it inspires me and i was like oh i gotta be careful what i'm saying right i gotta i gotta yeah. i gotta get so i started studying more and more strategic but i don't want to make this about me it's about you but uh, no it's about us going back and forth so yeah the script though uh anytime it's something people have been asking me for so you know it's kind of like a timeline of things like that and just having fun yeah. like you like we have been just kind of making sure we're tying back to those things and um yeah and, definitely you know, no for sure cafecito talk, but um i think definitely okay I like i like where you're oh yeah like sorry i like you wrapping up on that that makes a lot of sense um yeah and then it, definitely you know, what would you what would you um what would you do in terms of your ideal your ideal life you know moving forward yeah from yeah august 2022 what does that look like for you yeah well i mean there's a lot going on so like i feel like i feel like i'm in this weird space because i am dating someone that's in the military dating i act like we're like boyfriend and girlfriend i'm sorry i'm marrying someone that's in the military um <laughs> i still call him oh my god i still call him my boyfriend sometimes because it's like weird saying fiance you should Anyways, always so call him your boyfriend even when you're married because right? i think like in my relationship we're married or not married like, I think being boyfriend and girlfriend has a different kind of, it just has a different energy. It's like, a, it's, you're right. You're right. There's that like, mm, you know, to it's, it. And there's like, a, you can't date night or something. I, one day I was like, all right. Are you it's ready? like that flirtiness, the fun. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, why are you going to go do it with somebody else? Right. It's just, you know, keep it keep it fun that's that's something or I like, like to do. or like carrie bradshaw said in her sex in the city movie he's my man friend oh. um yeah <laughs> but yeah it's the same thing right because no but i just um when she was referring to big oh, yeah. um that's all that's oh my we god that's what we don't want no more we do not know no, exactly but and i i was never able to watch sex in the city I promise I'll get to your to your thing, but I was never able to watch Six in the City as a kid because my mom was like, no, no. Plus, we didn't have cable, so yeah, that? HBO, please, come on. But but um, you no, know, we had like the bunny ears and like PBS and the yeah. all the Telemundo and every other channel. So, anyways, yeah. uh, but but but, yeah, but I just remember seeing the movie. I was interning in New York City, and that same friend I went to Napa with, we had, we had, ended up watching the movie and then watching the next one, and so this last year I actually started like watching every single episode mm -hmm. of sex in the city. And I started with their, their like their reboot. And then I actually went back and started watching all the sex in the city. And now I get it. Like everyone hated big, like, like, Oh my God, what a narcissist. What are all these things? I was like, Oh hell no. Anyways. And so it's been very interesting watching it because that show is so timeless and it, and all the same shit and bullshit and, tomfoolery that happened back then in those episodes in the 90s it's still it's still today so it's just amplified anyways, with yes. technology now you know absolutely yes it's just but amplified. yeah but so going back to like where i'm at and so like i feel like i'm in this weird place because he's in the military and so i kind of feel like my life's a little bit on hold because we don't know where he's going to get stationed next he's been in the military for 16 years and so we're trying to get to a place where he officially can retire which is at 20 years and so um 
What would that look like? Uh, Yeah. And so, well, he just got orders. So we get married in November, November 5th of this year. And then he got orders. He's getting deployed next year to, um, you know, and he's getting deployed from, from March until I think September. And so that's tough and trying to figure out what I'm going to do in between then and, and whatnot. And so I think what, what my future looks like for me is, is I think I want to be a mom. I think I do. And so I don't know if I'm going to be able to biologically have children. Um, Cause I have some, like, some, like, like health issues here and there, just in terms of like, and like family history that were like, conception was not a, a thing and stuff on my dad's side. And so it's like, so I worry about that. And so we've been very clear, even though he has two kids, he's very, like, very supportive in the idea of adoption. Um, and there's so many beautiful kids out there that need families. And so I'm like, you know, that might be the route we go. Um, well, who knows? I mean, after this wedding, I'm kind of toying with the idea of maybe trying to freeze my eggs. Um, you know, and so, and I know that there's, there's so much drama that goes on with that too, because of the hormones and the shots and the egg retrieval and all this other stuff. And so, um, I don't know if that's what I want to do, but I think I want to try. And if I can't, then I think adoption is, is also going to be equally as beautiful. Um, I mean, I'm going to be 35 in December. And so I'm at a point where or th- I'm not 35, 36. I'm 35 right now. So yeah. Um, yeah. Well, I don't know. Cause I, I like, I'm, I'm curious to see if my, if my eggs are, are fried, rotten or scrambled poached. I don't oh, know. Me, okay. My cousin <laughs> has been having kids and she, for the past 20 some years and um, she's pregnant now. I think I'm, I want to bring her in here. Hopefully she'll accept it. A mom, yeah, of, you know, some some angels, but also her ten children she's raised. So there, she's I'm she's probably four or something. So yeah. yeah, a woman's body is is very beautiful. You know, obviously the wrists do go high and things like that, but yeah, so I'm a little concerned about that. But I do think I want to. I think that I always gave my mom crap about like the fact that I was an only child, cause I hate being an only child. I wish that I'd had a sibling or something or someone at least share the responsibility with in terms of <laughs> ca- caring for them, you know, and ever. And so, um, it's, uh, I always told her, I was like, you should have never made me an only child. But even if I do have one child, that child technically is an only as <laughs> they have dance, dance, other two kids as siblings. Yeah. So, you know, um, it's so funny. It's so funny because yeah. So so I think that, and I think, um, but I also think that like, I remember when you asked me to do this podcast and you asked, like, just let me know, like how people can find you, like how people can like get a hold of you, like via your, like, cause I'm thinking like Instagrams and stuff. And I have this Instagram that I've had for a while now, because I've basically yo-yo dieted my entire life. Mm-hmm. And um, it all came to a head when back in 2013, that's why I moved back home from Boston. Like my whole plans were, I was getting weight loss surgery and I was going to end up moving from Boston to New York city and dipping and doing it and being hot and fabulous. Cause I've never been a skinny girl, not even since I was an embryo, let's call that what it is. <laughs> and so I've always been, I've always been, I, like I said, nothing about me is small. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, and so, or has ever been um, small. So 
I was going to go and live my life and do my thing in New York City and dipping and doing and and then eventually settled down and that absolutely did not happen. My surgery was botched. My lap band surgery was botched and um, they had to do emergency surgery to take the lap band out. I dropped, um, I dropped 40 pounds in, in, uh, about four or five, four to five weeks. And it was insane. Essentially like my body, I was going into renal failure. I was, I was dying. And the doctor was like, we can't do this. And, um, it was, it was super bad, super, super bad. And so, um, they got the, they got the lap in out. And so basically I went back to square one and there was so much leading up to the surgery. You have to go through the psychology and you got to go through all these classes and stuff. And, and so, um, I've been wanting to get my shit together for lack of better words, health wise. And it's been the biggest challenge of my entire life. Um, I can do this. I can do that. I can, I can code, I can do websites. I can, I can photograph, I can, I, I can play a plan. Yeah. I can look at I my, I don't know if you can see the, the logos right there, but I have a trumpet. Like I, I, I used to be a musician. Trumpet. There's so many things. There's you so many things that yeah, I felt that, oh, did you? Yeah. Oh. And so, violin, yeah. <laughs> oh my gosh. So the, it was the trumpet, the piano for me. Yeah. And so, but for, for whatever reason, I have not been able to get control of my, my health in terms of, 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 of weight loss, but not even just weight loss because it's more than weight loss. It's, 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 it's in here. It's figuring out what's going on in here right? That, and then everything else kind of follows. And so just, just taking care of myself in that aspect. And so I think I'm going to have to be forced to, because if I do want to have a child biologically, um, I have to get it together. And so um, I've been secretly posting on this um, Instagram handle and kind of using it as a journal, like a video photo journal That's to myself, but I never open, I didn't want to open it up to anybody because you know, we do things in, in silence because we're like, oh, like, just like we don't want to tell people about something in our life unless it actually pans out. Can I say Because we don't have to re-explain stuff. Oh, what? This, that's how this started. Like, oh. I needed to get this out. I was just quiet for so long. And oh. I had to just get it out. I had to get it all of, just out. And I don't know who was going to go to. And I don't know who was going to judge. And I don't know who was going to stop talking to me. And a lot of people yeah. didn't talk to me until, like, it started... Like, oh, shit, you're on Spotify? You know what I mean? Like, you're on iTunes? And, like, I guess that means something. I don't know. I'm still the same person, right? But I was yeah. just like, yeah, I guess. Oh, because I'm just doing my thing. But it, it made me accountable. And that And that's where it is, is that I didn't want people holding my ass accountable if I, if I fell you off. You didn't want to fail publicly. Off. And that's why I did it. Because I'm like, I can't. I can't. That is can't so sleep. fair. I can't because if it's left up to me, um, I'm going to, Oh, I'm so good. If I'm like, you got to do, you got to do a report, but like, girl, you better make dinner. You haven't made dinner for your kids in a really long time, but go handpick everything. And I need you to cut the tips of the, Oh, make an elegant dinner. I need you to plate it like this. And so here I am like a six hour recipe, right? You're really getting into it knowing God damn well, those kids are not going to eat it. And you know what I mean? They're not, they, they just want like sopita and just something. Right? Yeah. And so, I'm, or I'm like, and did I do my laundry? I think I'll iron today. And there's this yeah. heavy weight, this heavy weight of the things I need yes. to do. But you know what? It did something for me. It does something for mm. me. It keeps me in that cycle that's comfortable, that tells me, yes. this is what you deserve. This is your happy limit. You can't have it all. 
And then yes. I realized that and I'm like, go have a seat. I'm going to just go ahead and change the channel because I, I'm going to do this. I don't know if I need it. I don't know if I deserve it. I don't know if I want it, but I'm going to do it. And so that's what gets me going to do those things because it's hard. It's scary. It is. It is. It. And then what if it falls through or what if you're yes. killed and your body's always trying to protect you because it's change. And so you think you're going to die, but you're not going to die. You, you may be mocked, you may be ridiculed, nothing we haven't been before. And so even if that's the truth, it's, it's being yourself that is, that's the prize at the end. And um, yeah. looking at everything for yourself and, and giving the honor to people around you to, to watch you. And, and even if you inspire one person, you've done your job. But um, I think... Yeah. You're making it live. If you and that's what you did for me here. I mean, me just listening to you, you know, and I was, and you're, you're like inspiring me to freaking like either open up my page, start my own podcast, do something. And, um, cause I do, I, I want to get there. I realize and I recognize that I am not living my best fullest life because I am not putting my health first because there are so many things that trickle down from that with the health and the mind and the well-being and all of the things. And um, I'm allowing my vices and stress because it's, it's a vicious cycle, right? Yeah. Oh, yeah. I'm, I'm tired and I'm whatever, and I want to eat and then I eat and I, then I feel bad and then I'm depressed. And then because I'm depressed, I want to eat more. And it's this whole, it's like, it, 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 yeah, it goes round and round. It's vicious. And so trying to figure out and not, and, and, and not go crazy and be like, okay, we're doing my fitness pal and we're going to do this and we're going to do all of these things and, and, and all the change, because I've never been that type of person. I've always been like, if that's, if it's too much, I, I, it, I'm not going to do it. And if it's too restrictive, I can't do it yet. That's why I can't do, I could never do the Atkins or now we're calling it the keto diet, Yeah, but we all know it was Atkins back then yeah. anyways, but you know what I mean? It's like, I'm not, I'm not, I can't. If it's, it's like, I, I already know. And once again, going back to the knowing yourself, I know that I am not going to be able to just eat nothing but, you know, meats and cheeses and dairy and, and stuff like that and, and nuts and, and not have any sort of carbs or fruits or anything like that. So like, I can't, I can't freaking do that. Yeah. Um, and so knowing that about myself, trying to figure out how I do that and whether that's investing in I've actually recently just thought about joining a gym again. I stopped my membership when COVID happened because I was just like, uh, I'm not going to the gym. First of all, it's, it's hard for me to get my ass to the gym anyways. I'm certainly not going with every, you know, and wearing a mask. Stop. Like, Lord knows I can't even breathe to begin with or the treble by myself. And then on a mask, no. So I'm thinking of doing that. Um, and I, I, there's these little things, these little voices that have kind of been leading me that, but actually having this conversation and you asking me that question is making it more real as I talk, I talk about it out loud. Yeah. And so, um, my handle is, uh, move it Miha. Um, and the whole idea around mm -hmm. that is just like the fact that we got to move it. We got to get it to, you know, move it, keep going, you know, and with the, the Miha part in Spanish, obviously being, you know, my daughter, my girl, my whatever, and saying like, from the ancestors, like, like telling me, like, do it. You got this. You're gonna do it, and 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 keep moving and in keep a loving going. way. In a loving way. Yeah. I, I mean, I don't know if you yes. went through this, but 
I have Diaz with a lot of opinions and uh, oh, girl. and um, <laughs> and even you know my mom. But even right? Yeah, or, totally. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like just to be called pig as a child, you just yep. it it sticks with you. And um, now that I'm older, I realize like they were way messed up. So like I'm good, right? Mm-hmm. But at the same time, it's just like God, like I believed that for so long. And yeah, and I and you battle with it because it, it gets it gets ingrained to you and yeah, and so just like we turn to God for you know some things that are out of our control or or things like that, or we turn to somebody to help us out with um, you know uh, I have uh, I'm a, I'm in a marketing agency and I could do graphic design. I'm not gonna do graphic design. I could do website. I'm gonna do website. So then you delegate. And so even like, you know, having somebody come in here and help with the house. And so what I found work for me was actually hiring a trainer. And I worked with him for like three solid months or something. And I learned so many oh, wow. things that after that investment, um, I do now. I am so comfortable because I would walk into a gym and I was like, nope. And I walk right out. And once I learned, I can go into when I drag myself there and I don't want to leave. I want to stay there for two hours because I'm understanding that when I'm doing like these lap pulls that I'm hitting the front part of my chest. And, oh, that's going to give me that little sharp. um, That's going to give me that little sharp um, elbow. Right. So it doesn't make me look like my elbows are like this. It's going to give me more of a square one. Okay, I know that. And I'm going to do this on my legs. And then I start to understand my body, like, okay, well, I'm going to do this where I was intimidated. They're like, no, you're going to, you got to weight train. And it yeah. was, it's an intimidating process, right? You can't play dodgeball mm-hmm. you're like 40. I mean, like PE is not yep. it. It's, it's, you know, and I think that, I think you're right on the money with that. I think you're right on the money with, it's going to be fascinating, so fascinating to watch that when you're ready, when you're, you know, when you're ready for that at whatever pace that is, you know, because whatever it is, it's real. And even documenting, yes. like, I didn't go and this is it. And, you know, it's just, it's relatable because we all go through things no matter what, right? And, um, yeah. and I think that's going to be, I know, I mean, look at your life. Everything's beautiful. Everything has come out, you know, beautiful for you. And this is going to be no different. Yeah. But it's, it's going to, it's going to require you, you let go of the old Agustina and, and she's kind of been with you forever. So maybe there's some, you know? Yes. Yes, exactly. No, absolutely. hundred percent. And so, yeah, I think I think this next chapter um it looks like self-care. It looks like um love it, love it, love it. Yeah, it looks like uh figuring out if if I want to be like in the logistics of maybe potentially being a mom and 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 yeah, I think you know, obviously we don't know, we don't know, but you know, for me, I I bought this this like thing on the poster. It's like a you know, so you hang your up around the house, like a saying, and it, it says, enjoy where you are now. Mm-hmm. And I think so much in my life, I'm like, 
I just got to lose this much more weight or I got to just do this and I can be happy and I can be content knowing that I've hit that checkpoint or I've met that goal or that milestone. And it's like in life, we are not guaranteed. We do not know if we will ever be there or ever meet that. So it is so important to just enjoy enjoy the moment that we're in right now. Of mm -hmm. course, making plans and not being willy nilly and thinking of the future because you have to, right? Yeah. But also just enjoying and sitting with that and having joy in the struggle, in the process, in all of those things, knowing that you may never get there, but hey, at least you enjoyed ever you know, enjoyed your time on this earth, however you were able to. Yeah. Um, yeah. So trying to do that too and, and just be joyful in the things, all the things. That's yeah. Exciting. Yeah, I think I think you made it. And now it's just like, what is this new? What does this new level of life look like? I'm right there with you in that same. Yeah. What is this new level? I've never been here before. I didn't know how to yeah. yes. And now it's like, oh, you got there. And you're like, well, now what? Because you try to do that. Yes. And you're not yes. a cup of coffee. Like, I'm curious now. Right? Or in, I don't have an espresso. I'm not balling yet. But like, let's just say. <laughs> Let's just right, and it's just these little things like oh, you're you don't have the old cafeteria. There's just stagnant coffee like that gives it flavor, and and so there's like yes. little things that I laugh at because they're so superficial, but they're it's just a different type of way, right? Like oh, I get to have my little Keurig pods here, and where someone may see like oh my god, that's so basic or or whatever. It's just it's those yeah. things that I think giving thanks every single day is. Um, it's definitely a secret sauce. Uh, yes. Gratitude, man. Ooh, gratitude is so huge. Yeah. Saw Ted talk about it recently and it was like, it was pretty eye-opening. If I, if I find it, I'll send it to I you. Would, it amazing. Yeah, I would love to do Ted talk someday. I think you would be so good. I, got a I think you would be so good at Ted talk. Friend of mine. I got, I got a friend of mine on to a Ted talk, but I talked to her and I was like, what would I even talk about? And she's like, you gotta have a good, you can't just have like a regular topic. And I'm like, I'm pretty regular. So I got to figure it out. I think once the book comes out. <laughs> but isn't it, isn't it kind of like a masterclass? Like it's about like a shortened version. It's like yeah. someone talking about it, like a certain, like it's, it's very specific, right? Three minutes you get oh. trained on how to speak and posture, like everything. That's why they're so uniform. And the way you uh. learn how to speak is, is just amazing. You know, um, it's, it's a lot of amazing training. I think. I think. I'm nice. Play, I love. I love TED Talks. I gotta find one up here. Um, yeah. But definitely. So we're all gonna say a prayer that all your goals um, come true, and everyone's just watching the replay of this. And I want to. Um, I just want to wrap it up really quick. I do want to go where people can follow you at. So that's Instagram under. At move Mija. Yeah, move it Mija. So M O V E I T and then Mija is M I J A. So move it Mija. M O V E I T M I J A. Yep. Yeah. So be sure to follow her there. You guys, um, we're going to go into a rapid fire question as we wrap up the night. Um, is there nice? Uh, is there anything else um, that we didn't cover that you want to cover right now? Okay, sounds good. Thank you. Yes. <laughs> no, thank you. Thank you for allowing me to be here, have this honest and genuine conversation. You are 
pure. You are pure light. You always have been. <laughs> and we need people like you in this world. Do not ever let the craziness of this world dim you and dim your light because it is so bright. Yeah. And um, thank you. Thank you for just being you. Uh, okay. So I got so much love for you, girl. Thank you. <laughs> oh, they do this now. Oh, yeah. I'm sorry. Yeah. This is what the new ones are doing. What the hell kind of gang sign is that? I'm raising, I'm raising Gen Z. So, sorry. Oh. Um, yes. Shout out to them. Okay. All right. Rapid fire. So, Let's do it. Fire. Okay. This or that. Okay. So, we're going to go into mm. sweet or savory. Oh, sweet for sure. Oreos? Okay. I love savory. Okay. Um, FaceTime or text? FaceTime. All right. You're thinking about your baby. That's a very different conversation. That's it. But I know I like only to FaceTime him and like my mom from the other side of the house. Yeah. Let's call it what it is. I normally text everyone. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, hey, that doesn't count. Um, okay. Um, Insta or TikTok? Definitely Instagram. Okay. Uh, punch a baby or eat a kitten? <laughs> 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 I mean, if it's, a, if it's like a light punch, like punch your baby. <laughs> Wait, what? I can with you. A, she's just kidding. I've uh, I've known her. It's like a, when I say punch, like, I mean that's uh -oh. technically punches. That's like I mean that's bumps. But you know what I'm saying? Like, stop. Oh <laughs> I, I, just throw it, I, I just had to spruce it up. Okay. That's hysterical. One large eye or three tiny eyes. <gasps> Cyclops. One large eye. One large eye. Okay, and then <clears throat> would you rather one hundred go back one hundred and fifty years in the past or two years into your future? Two years into the future. Why? <gasps> I'm so curious because I don't know. 150 years ago, first of all, and women had like no rights back then. So and like, was there even a acetaminophen? No. <laughs> All they had was alcohol, and it probably wasn't great. <laughs> <I'm just tripping. laughs> yes, yes. So hell to the no. Women had no rights. And so two years in the future, I mean, I don't know. Driving a Tesla? I, I mean, I don't know. Oh, I we'll see. <laughs> okay. I had so much fun. I just, I, I'm sorry I had to drop that other one on you, but that was. That's so funny. That's hysterical. <laughs> I love it. 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 Thank yes, you. I will say that you guys can follow. Thank you. Tina. My pleasure. At Move It Mika on IG. You guys can listen to this podcast on, uh, you can find me on the andreaeffect.com. You can listen to it on Spotify, uh, iTunes, Google Podcasts, and about nine other platforms. And don't forget to check out my YouTube channel if you're not following me up there. You have all the information right up above. Instagram, TikTok, check it out. Besitos, bendiciones. As always, I hope you guys have a beautiful rest of your day. Bye. Bye. Oh, shit. I wasn't recording. I just can't hear my.